Island. It's already on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Pheromones. Pheromones, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of doing a rhyme, but I decided not to. It's hard to rhyme pheromones. Pheromones? Uh, bag of wine? No. Maybe like s- stare of stone? Stare of stone? Oh, that's a good one. All right. Not too bad. All right. Well, I guess that'll do for the stare. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we said we're going to do it. Just about acceptable. Oh, I knock over. Nothing important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so we're talking about pheromones this week. We we, we threatened we'd do this last week, and, and we are. Ha We followed up on our threat. So what is a pheromone, Mary? Um, my, I actually don't know, but I'm going to give my interpretation on my what I understand to be All a pheromone. Right. Um, is it a smell that men and women give off? That kind of attracts the opposite gender. It's it's kind of like a hormonal thing, right? Um, sort of a little bit. Go on. What is it's, it? It's a, chemi- a chemical that secrete a chemical secrete a chemical that secreted that triggers a social response in creatures of the same species. Social mm-hmm. response could be just being like, oh yeah, having a good time, or it could be sexual either. Oh, so is so there pheromones less- for like banter pheromones? There is. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. There, there, they've all, there's lots of funny different names. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just a, a, little, a little chemical that goes out into your, to your smell. And is it's it's smell? Yeah, it's smell is the medium through which it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like airborne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I understand. Because the yeah, I think we mentioned this on a previous episode as well. But the only thing I remember about pheromones is that episode of Brainiac Science Abuse where they get like three different men one who has just had a workout and is really sweaty and, mm-hmm. and has waited like a few hours for the sweat to kind of get that get that mature stank yeah the fine aged cheese yeah <laughs> and then they had a guy wearing perfume and then a guy who had just showered but wasn't wearing any deodorant to control the guy who was like sweaty was voted the the most kind of because they all did a blindfolded a blind smell a blind smell and they had to vote on who they found the most attractive smell uh, belonged to. Were the men all they gave equally the attractive? Man. I can't remember now. Was it like uh, the honk was well, showering was... or something? I think maybe they did do that, yeah. They, or they made the, the, the honk. Ogo be the Ogo be the smelly one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, well, that, that is the extent of my knowledge on pheromones. Did, did I mention before the pheromone dating service? No. I think Oshie maybe brought it up for... Uh, maybe I just talked about it in my private life that wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But they have this dating service, and it, it's, uh, there's like different flavors of this actually, and a few different people are doing it. There's like it basically involves you wearing a t-shirt and sleeping in a t-shirt for three nights, and then uh, circulating your smell, and people, and then someone gets a bunch of smells, and they pick the smell they like the most, and they go on a date. Then. So someone smells the t-shirt. Oh, I've heard of this actually. Yeah. yeah. You smell stuff and then you're like, oh, I like that smell. I want to date that person. Yeah. So there's an artist in, I don't know if it's UK or the US, but she, she does pheromone parties, smell parties, or guests sleep in a tree shirt for three, three days and they put it in like a Ziploc bag mm. and then they go to this fucking party and then they have like a smelling table and people are like, oh, he smells all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, they go, and they go off and have dates and stuff. And do these dates tend to turn into long-term relationships? Right. Well, I was looking up this website for this thing. The smelling party. 
and they had a section on their website. So I was wondering the same thing. Like, did it, does this work? Yeah. So I was like, are the party successful? And like, here, here's here's the bit of text that was under the party part. Are the party successful? Uh, <laughs> heading is that the party is primarily successful in that it opens up interesting, intimate conversations and breaks down barriers to make strangers <laughs> comfortable chatting. There's definitely truth in the science of it and the connection between smell and attraction, but we've had multiple people meet at parties just by being at the smelling table at the same time. At the end of the day, the point is showing an engaging, fresh event. <laughs> and, in, and, and in that, it's definitely hit the mark. That does not answer the question at all. <laughs> like she, she's not my girlfriend, but we do have interesting conversations and break down barriers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, people have talked, and yeah. that was a success, right? So it sounds so like what I'm getting from that, it doesn't is that work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I don't know. I think that's just maybe she made a scene like that because she, she's just not good at press statements, maybe. Yeah, Because yeah. they do have um, mail order smelling services. So you order in a smell? Or yeah, you... yeah, yeah. Like, you submit your smelly t-shirt, and they, like, strip it up into small bits of t-shirt, mm. put it in vials. I don't know, maybe you at least get 100 samples out of a t-shirt, right? Yeah. And they send mail it off to people. They have a sniff, and then they, then they have, it like, a blind date then after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I feel like the reason that's not going to work is because I bet the smell is definitely a part of things, mm-hmm. but it, I feel like it's a combination of things that goes on when it comes to dating and it, and it going well it's not yeah. just like, oh, the smell like I read an article from a girl who went on one of the, on some smell dates yeah I think she got to see pictures of them as well and she ranked them by looks as well it's like oh all the people who turned up for the smell date uh, were people I've had as a medium like not a yes or a no but okay. like a maybe yeah yeah but another interesting thing is like she went on like five dates or something and all the people she dated were artists Okay, so, maybe huh. that's the thing. What's that about? Artist is the deciding is, is, factor. Is smell linked to profession? Do you think? That's what it seems to suggest, right? Maybe there's like, some... I'm sure there might be some bizarre cut, correlation. Maybe it's to do with how risk-taking you are. Apparently what it is, is you're trying to smell whether or not the person has a compatible immune system to you. Okay. So you like the smell of someone who covers immunities that you don't, so you can make a more robust ah, child. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, that's what I heard. Sexy, robust children. <laughs> <laughs> well, they want to be robust. The size of the man interested in them. <laughs> or women. Let's not be sexist. Or women. Um, yeah, so that's, that's pheromone dating. Pheromone dating. Um, we watched an episode recently of Undercover Bosses with... Oh, and certain, the Yankee Candle. The Yankee Candle Man. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um... He was very passionate about candles, candles. Yeah. and Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good episode, but it reminded me that I've uh, I've got a little segment now. It's not strictly related to pheromones, but Yankee candles come in all sorts of uh, funny flavors. Yeah, and they have a fun name for them as well. Like, what, what the fuck is sandalwood? Yeah. Never, oh, what is that? Never seen that. It before. Smells nice, but I don't know what else they're putting in there. Yeah, it's not sandals or wood. Or wood. I mean, it might be some sort of wood. Maybe. Maybe it's like what you rub on wood when you're like varnishing it. Mm. I don't know. Look. But then, yeah, because I feel yeah, it's not it's not very marketable to call it that varnish you put on your deck. Exactly. So they come up with all sorts of crazy names, um, but I came up with a few which aren't actual Yankee Candle brand yet. brands yet. But I want you to describe to me what you think would be. The combination of smells 
that you'd get that, that, that would produce this candle is accurately. This, is this going to be like me trying to describe colours? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, right. So the first one is birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> birthday boy? So that smells sweet, but like boy sweet. Boy sweet. It smells like, like the difference between men and female deodorants. It smells like birthday cake. Your birthday cake, but like... And, and candles. Birthday cake, and, candles. And hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between birthday boy and birthday girl? Birthday girl? Um, a bit more rosy? Birthday girl is more rosy. Birthday boy has sort of a... Almost a tartness to it. Mm. You know? Mm. Like Although a, a musk? Both sweet, but they're different kinds of sweet, you know? Yeah. Like, a birthday girl would be almost an overwhelming amount of sweetness. Okay. Or a birthday boy would be like, hmm, sweet. Mm, yeah, yeah. Now, a respectable. If sweet. I was a birthday girl, I might have the flip flop opinion. That's and, true. You know, because uh, you know what smells good to someone mightn't smell good to someone else. Yeah, but I, I've been a birthday boy twenty seven times in my life, so I've never once been a birthday girl. Yeah. So I, that's I, all you know. I guess I'm a bit biased there, but hey, that's the game. Exactly. You can only play the team that's in front of you. Yeah. That's what they say. When, when teams uh, win leagues and they're like, oh, but you only played the, the terrible teams. It's like, well, you only play the teams that they put in front of you. Yeah, which is a real dodge of that criticism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're right. technically correct. It is technically correct, but it's they're like... They're also you're, deliberately besides misunderstanding. Besides the point, yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is Mum's Crying Again. Oh. Gin. 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 Maybe... I, like, you know, a like, cigarette? old lady perfume mm. and cigarette, yeah. Maybe a cigarette, yeah. Gin, old lady. Gin or maybe, like, rosé or port. port. Maybe it's not like port. Mm. <laughs> My granny used to drink port. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of smell. What would you think? No, I, I would agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, definitely sort of a smoky smell. Uh, desperation. So that has a scent. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that, but if you could capture that in a scent. It's, it's salt. From the, from the tears? Yeah, may, yeah, maybe something that would... Because, you know, have you ever had smelling salts? It kind of has that... Uh, is it I ammonia? have never had smelling salts. But it has what? this... It kind of tingles. I, I thought smelling salts were like 18th century medicine to no, revive people. It's too... Uh, I think it's for, more for sports like rugby and stuff like that. Where, what? Where, no, if you, if you get like a, a kind orange of... Orange wedges, mate. If you get a, a tough hit during the match and it kind of shakes you... They give you smelling salts to kind of like wake you up again. Oh, what? And it's literally just, I think it's ammonia, but it's this kind of thing. And they have it in a small glass uh, kind of vial. And they literally just hold it under your nose and the fumes are really like present. Yeah. And oh, the wow. second you take a sniff, you kind of wake yourself <sighs> up a bit. Yeah. I wonder if that's a bit like uh, an anger pheromone. Could be. Yeah, maybe. It definitely does something anyway. Okay. Um, well, I want to try some now. Yeah. Can we get some? Yeah, it's... Where'd you get some of, where'd they're, you get they're them from? Probably like... Holland and Barrett? Probably, maybe Holland and Barrett will have yeah. them. Sports shops. Sports union. You have to get them on Amazon. Uh, ang- uh, disappointed Father Sportwear. <coughs> yeah. yeah, great high street the name. Disappointed Father. Um, yeah. Everyone who works there is just like, if you'd have just practiced more, you'd have made the A-team. Yeah, they're all like coach football teams. You have yeah. to be a coach to work there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and disappointed in your son. <laughs> Um, so the next Yankee Candle idea I have Yankee is, uh, Candle Scandal Yankee Scandal is uh, a fever dream Fever dream? Yeah uh, Chocolate Sweat mm. Popcorn Sweat For sure sweat Sweat Popcorn um, 
I think chocolate. Yeah, sweat, sweat chocolate popcorn. Okay, that's three. Now yeah. I'm trying to think something else. Chocolate, where's that coming from? Uh, I don't know. It's it just, just, bizarre, just feels right. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Game, you know? Yeah. Um, snot. Yeah. It tastes, it smells like snot. Okay, yeah. I would I would have thrown maybe like, just, like ga- gasoline. It'd smell like a headache. Yeah, something kind of, uh, Toxic. Acrid. Not, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. The kind of thing where something's it's like, oh, not right. yeah, something's giving me yeah, a bit of a. It's just not, yeah. <coughs> I can't imagine that one would sell well. No. Birthday Boy might sell well. Birthday Mom's Crying boy. Again and Fever Dream. I'd buy Birthday Boy. Yeah. I'm, it'd be um, blue. Here's another, this one's more wholesome. Wait, wait, let's do the colours of the candles. Birthday Boy, I think, would be blue, blue. yeah. And Mom's Crying Again? Like, a, a, a pink a, or red? I think a sad lilac. Yeah, yeah, kind of like kind of a, a blue of a, a, a no, it's a, well, fady. It's a lilac. Maybe I'm thinking of a yeah, sort of a purpley pink, I think. Yeah, yeah. but like a faint one. Yeah, like you know? what is it? You can't tell if it's, it's purple, pink, color. or blue. It's a mum color and it's fading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fever, mom, fever dream would be. Uh, uh, I think earwax, black. Earwax, earwax, orange, earwax colored, earwax <laughs> orange. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe black. I don't know. You can have worse dreams. Yeah. Um, the next one I've got though is uh, unsurprising burglary. Oh, it's one where it's like, well, to be fair, we did leave the door open. Um, descent of inevitability. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like some sort of light beige, probably. Yeah, very. It's almost like just beige, a wax yeah. candle. It's like, oh, it should be angry if I'm not. Yeah, it's it's like the the flavor that everyone thinks of when oh. they think of a candle, a scented candle. It's the it, first thing it that smell springs like to mind. What candles taste like? Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> it's exactly. Not like, it's the world's most honest candle. <laughs> Have you ever uh, had a bite of a candle expecting it to taste like what it smells like? No, but I've done that with. Uh, like other smelly things, I think. Yeah, it's a real learning moment, isn't mm. it? It's like the stove is hot sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. The last one I have, though, is Veterans Surprise. Oh, jeez. I think the smell of, like, gunpowder has definitely got to be Firework there. smell. Fire. Smell of matches. Yeah. Um, so, so Maybe kind of an earthy jungle. Sulfury smell. Mm. Um, smell of a heart attack. Whatever that is. Well, you know they dying. say they say cats and dogs can smell that. I reckon stuff. it'd be a bit musty as well. Yeah. Veteran surprise, and it'd be like a, a deep camo green. Mm. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be camo themed, like coloured. <laughs> and when you lit it, it would like sparkle, like mm. <laughs> like a bag of snaps. But randomly as well, Did there'd you only have be sparkly bits like England? snaps. Snaps. Yeah, you get them on Halloween. They're just like little. They weren't gunpowder. Do you throw them on the floor and yeah, they pop? They're yeah. in paper and they're like little bits of explodey stuff. A couple like it's like flint and then a bit of something like flint yeah. and some sort of agent, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go, crack, aren't they? Yeah. Smell like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that was a fun game. Um, but yeah, so back to pheromones, kind of rerouting it. Dogs and cats. You know when they smell whether someone's dying? Is that a pheromone? Because it's. It's causing kind of a, a yeah. social response. I mean, I don't know if it's a smell or if they get warmer when they're dying and they, they go sit in them because they're warm. But then how do you define a pheromone? Is it something... It's a chemical that we give off. Chemical it. you release. It's not but like it's only f- supposed to affect members of the same species. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there might there also might be another smell that they can detect that they know... Which is correlated. Like people say dogs can smell fear. 
Have you ever known a dog to smell fear? Like, I don't know. Can it not just sense? I'm sure it can sense fear. Whether it can smell fear specifically? Yeah. I don't know. They dogs do can smell much well. more advanced nose than we do. So if, it, if we do give off something that might smell slightly when we're scared, then I imagine they could smell it. Yeah. They probably can smell when you're in a panic state. Right? That's like... Because they're, they're hunters to begin with. You know? mm, mm. And we sort of made them buddies. Yeah. They've moved from the hunter class to the buddy class. Right, yeah. You know? But they still have their hunter stats and they can they're like some that thing over there is panicked. It's in a fear state. Mm. I can attack now, it'll be vulnerable. Yeah, that they're would probably, make sense. Yeah, yeah. It would make sense, wouldn't it? I was in uh London on the weekend Way. and saw a dog that the owners described as just doesn't like men. Oh yeah. Um, and so I got in the house, the dog was there, and it started barking at me straight away. But be- being the dog whisperer that I am... Are you? I just crouch down, you get on the dog's level, yeah. and you show you're not scared, but you're also not trying to attack them. You're not provoking them. Get down to the dog's level, stick your, out, stick your hand out very slowly to their nose, let them have a sniff. <laughs> and then uh, I, gained, I gained the dog's respect, slightly. I've always gotten on well with dogs. Yeah. Well, no, there's been a couple, I think, that don't like me. And I took that to heart, so... It is, yeah, it's like... They're, dogs are usually pure goodness, right? They, yeah, they have they a very... Like you. They have a very unadulterated sense of character. Yeah, yeah, it's like they can smell evil. Yeah. Uh, I also had an experience with a dog on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Went back to Larry's house in Nace. How is his dog doing? What's his dog's name? Toby. Toby. Tobro, and I started calling him. Nice. But he was the best little dog. He was like, I don't know, he... he Former, like, recent graduate from puppy, okay. you know, still quite a small dog, still so excitable, energy, dude. not quite a puppy, mm. you know, about that long, which is about two, three feet. What is he? Is he listeners. a teenager? Is he a? Uh, yeah, maybe he's like a child, like a twelve-year-old. Okay, he's 12 a year toddler, old. maybe I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he's a legend. He's like a little baby sheepdog thing. He mm. jumped up, started licking me straight away. He's already in his good books, yeah. hanging out with him. Yeah, it's yeah, a great time. It's and, a very... and then Larry's cat also like sat on me and started purring, and I'm oh. like, "Fucking, I'm the I'm the animal whisperer." Something here. happens then, isn't it? I feel like that shows that there's some when you when you when a dog just sits on your lap, like mm. you'd be hard pressed to find someone who wouldn't get a kind of a dopamine kick out of that. Yeah, or a cat, as you say, like so the, a cat the, starts... the cats feel special because the cats like, the dog, dog's gonna jump on everyone in turn. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, what's over here? Yeah, cats are like. Hmm. Selective. Maybe. Yeah. Like I woke up, I slept over, and I woke up, and the cat was like mm-hmm, purring on me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cat wants me. Yeah, I feel like when a cat likes you, what it's trying to say is, you've passed the test. Cats are well very done. coy. Yeah. They're like, mm, uh, you can pet me if you want, if you want. Very, I, don't, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. They're Sundra. Nonchalant. <laughs> yeah. Dogs um, are just like, look, mate. Don't care who you are, I'm gonna lick you. Yeah, the dog was licking me. I went to have a sit down pee. The dog came into the bathroom and started putting his face in my exposed genitals area. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's nice dog, but no, no, not now. <laughs> Away you go. Yeah, ha- that's ha- how that story ended. It's just having a snuffle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was weird of me to bring up. Here, I have a, I have a cause for concern. Speaking of causes for concern. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of causes for concern, Go on. I have a cause for concern for yes. our regular segment. Okay. Cause for concern. Uh, so there's an article in RTE today about uh, 
So it's to do with school girls cycling to school. And they're like, yeah, look, it's hard for girls to cycle to school. You know, uh, fucking, they're really worried about teenage girls not cycling. They're like, well, the worrying statistic is that people who don't cycle to school as teenagers often don't cycle to school as adults. Mm. You know, and like girls face a lot of issues when they're cycling to school. They feel insecure. So like they've carried out research and they found that like girls cycling get are more likely to be intimidated and harassed. Right, right. Especially by men. Right. And the perception it's not cool. And then like cycling to school in your school skirts is really bad. Right. Is it because it's like revealing? Well, you have to be you have to be careful. It's not revealing. And every yeah. time you stand up, you have to reorganize your skirt. Yeah, so it's yeah. It's not flashing everyone. And there's like a lot of angry men who shout at cyclists, and especially at women cyclists. And you know, and they're saying all this bad stuff about girls cycling to school. But like, the, but but the main point of the article was that their Untosh campaign aims to encourage girls cycling to school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they're like, like yeah, they get shouted at by men, harassed. <laughs> it's like really uncomfortable for them. They're like really hard to do in a skirt. But we also think everyone's just like, well, this good. <laughs> Is that a cause for concern? Well, who was it that wrote this? On, uh, a woman named Emma Kelly. Okay. And it's because... On, on behalf of this... No, not on behalf. She was covering the story. On Task, which is like a charity organisation in Ireland, yeah. had this campaign to make girls cycle to school. Okay. I think the campaign by itself, that's a good thing. Um, they shouldn't feel like they're going to be harassed or anything like that they should feel comfortable and safe on their bike into school yeah but a lot of but the I data think... in the interview or in the article which is backed up as well by exactly. census statistics yeah. uh, and interviews with uh, schoolgirl cyclists just kind of highlights how much they get harassed and bullied and how uncomfortable and dangerous it is exactly sort of. But I think, yeah, when they you... They make it seem when like you, horrible. They make when it you seem have those, so bad. Exactly. And like, and we also think you should do it. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's it. It's when it's presented kind of one after the other. It's like, oh, that is a bit of a cause for concern. Yeah. But I think inherently, I'm going to say not a cause for concern. I'm saying the way that they present it yeah. is a cause for concern. Here's what Katie says about it, right? When I'm cycling home, more than half the time, I get boys and men shouting at me. Mm. See, yeah. Uh, you know, it just seems you know, like, be, it's like, yeah, you should jump off the cliff. Yeah. Go on! <laughs> I said, what's the other way to solve it, though? I don't know. It's probably uh, stopping men being so horrible to women on bikes. I think that's the real, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, it should be. You should, you should everyone should be able to do it. Yeah. But there's a certain element that, like, maybe it is a bit dangerous. But then yeah. maybe it's not all that bad either. And if more girls did it, there wouldn't be this uh, well, It's harassment. like s- safety in numbers, you know? Just like... Mm. I don't know. They have people saying that they like the bike as well. Yeah. Fucking Ella says, once you get on a bike, uh, everyone... F- oh, wait, no, that's another bad one. <laughs> <laughs> she says, everyone feels that they can say whatever they want to you and it puts you off. Like, right? no, and then Alana says she feels embarrassed. A bit like female drivers, there's a belief that female cyclists are not as good as male. Uh, but I'll find it. There's a nice one in here somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's the headspace, says Kate. Uh, she loves the feeling of the cold air in the morning. So it really wakes you up. Nice. So that's the benefit. Nice. And then the downside is all the bad stuff. That yeah, they... yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, honestly, a better a solution of... would be a campaign. And I know it's, it's wrong in the first place for girls to have to have that kind of stuff said to them. Mm. But maybe just like a campaign like, 
Bluetooth earphones for cyclists. Ah, but then they can't hear oncoming traffic. No, I think you probably should be able to hear stuff going on. Yeah, that's true. Scrap that idea. Yeah, and you know, the, the movement itself isn't cause for concern. It's just there's this uh, confused, the way they, the confused article they published is yeah, the real cause for concern. That, didn't get, that only went through one review. Really confused thing. Yeah. <laughs> what were they trying to say? Do you want mm. to know? I don't know. I think the message is good, but the way it was communicated right. there. So that was a cause for confusion. Cause for confusion. A confusing cause for concern. Alright. So I've been on some pheromone forums. Yeah. There's one called Pharaoh Truth. Right. And um, this is kind of what I was looking for, really. It was They're trying to have... A hub of men circle jerking about pheromones. Yeah. They call them moans. Moans. It's like their, uh, their shorthand for it on the form. Okay. So, um... The pheromone truth, though, that sounds like, there's a, is there a pheromone lie? It, it, I think what they're positing to do is cut through the bullshit. Okay, straight to the point. The porn stuff. Yeah. The women are just going to want to fuck you straight away. They have a word for that. It's called like, being a Gilroy. A Gilroy. Or a Gilroy, which I think references some old ad. <laughs> okay. And uh, a lot of the users on this forum, there's one guy who posts quite a lot here, and his profile picture is like a, a woman bound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I don't know if he gives the right message. That's for you like, no Gilroy here. Yeah, exactly. This bound porn chick I'm attracted with my pheromone. <laughs> but this thread is uh, five new ideas for, or five ideas for a new pheromone user. Mm. Right? So, that'd be us. A new pheromone, like a, a user of the forum, or? Pheromone. How do you use pheromone? You apply is, them. Is, okay, so, pheromones okay, are things talking about, that, like, okay. I think the idea is you put them on and they stimulate what you buy isn't pheromones, I think. I think you put on stuff that makes your you body, produce pheromones. Your body creates them and then, okay. Oh, I don't know. That's what, the the bond, that's what the Bond tactical soap was. Okay, it kind of stimulates But the... I don't know if they're all like that. Okay, okay. But tip number one, research before you buy. Pheromone knowledge is a... <laughs> pheromone, uh, pheromone knowledge is pheromone power. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying, like, look, look it up. You know, not every pheromone works for every guy. Right. You have to do your research in the pheromones, all these different pheromone brands. Mm. You know, got to be careful. Just remember there are awesome time zone differences between pheromones. Time Actually, zone no, differences. That's about contact and cellar. That's you. I didn't okay. read the rest of that there. And then the second tip is when you start out with two to three basic products. Because they're like, oh, the urges. You're just going to get mad into pheromones. Yeah, you don't want to... Let me get all ten pheromones. Okay. Because they all like claim to do different things. Yeah. You know, what they, they what they suggest is get by one attraction product and two social products and see how you get on. Attraction and social products. So yeah. are these like specific pheromones <clears throat> for? I guess like remember I said earlier. A couple are for it, banter. It, 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 yeah, a couple are for banter and one is for. Oh, oh. Like I said earlier, it just triggers. It helps you with social interactions, yeah. but not necessarily sex. Although that is one of them. Right. Right. Step three. You got to be realistic. Right. I think that's important. That's an important step to acknowledge. Be realistic when trying them for the first time. Right. The first time. <laughs> We're trying to downplay By it. the second time, you can be as imaginative as you want. And then they have in bold, ferments enhance interactions. In- uh, sorry. <laughs> enhance interactions. Okay. So they enhance. They're saying, look. They enhance them. They don't make them happen. If you're I feel like there. that. That's in enha- the word enhance is used so much by advertising departments. Yeah, because it doesn't really mean. It just much. means make better, right? Yeah, and and you can and, yeah, and that's, that's, very, that's very vague. Yeah. So to give some example of things that are are, are not interactions. 
So standing, sitting, looking, wishing, hoping, wanting, watching. You know, feel no like... amount of pheromones are going to help you there. How much do you reckon this forum's users overlap with like the red pill? Um, oh, I'd give a good 60%, I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 80. Yeah, it sounds like that kind of like... Do you know what? It might be 100. (laughs) Yeah, it just sounds like very like, oh, it's evolutionary based, it's science. It's very much putting the analytical mind to it. Mm. Do you want to hear some things that are good at interactions they recommend? Yeah, yeah, go on. Flirting, bird watching, shopping, meeting, helping, dancing, studying, conversing. Bird watching. Bird watching, right? Yeah, How did that get in there? Yeah, because I feel like... What <laughs> was the second one. What were the things that you were saying before this? Were that like, aren't? Uh, like sitting. Standing, sitting, looking, wishing, hoping, wanting, watching. I feel like bird watching bird is watching all is of one this. Of yeah. Especially watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but bird watching, though. <laughs> That's such a weird one. I guess maybe if you go bird watching with someone, you're chatting. As yeah. you want. But there's probably a lot of... Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. You're scared of birds. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> anyway... Tip number four: Don't overthink. If the pheromone you, if you think pheromone use is complicated, you are overthinking, or may have too many products for a beginner. Okay. Hey, you know, just saying, just be chill. You know, some of them are designed to be used as a perfume or mixed into your cologne. And it's basically saying it's basically just cologne. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't get too worried. I feel like a lot of these steps as well. They're just like, okay, here's what you have to do that the pheromones won't do. And it's just like, yeah, I feel like, again, the pheromones are playing a very small part in the overall act. Yeah, it. they're really they're pushing here is like just a bit of, if you're doing it already, it will work better for you. Okay. Like a bit. Because the last tip is there, there is no Gilroy, which for a little bit of digging, I think is something from pop culture that mm. is Gilroy. It claims Some to, reference. It's, it's this spray that will drive women nuts. Okay, yeah. But they say, if you can't seduce a woman or sell a product without pheromones, it won't happen just because you're wearing pheromones. Right, okay. Um, okay, a nice little uh, sprinkle of realism there. Yeah, so that, I think all that is fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Pheromone enough. <laughs> but then there's all the people with porn pictures commenting on it. <laughs> if you win... And they, 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 this guy had the porn picture that's the picture I'm talking about like a woman with something in her mouth she seems to be naked can't bags. really see her bits but yeah. very pornographic in nature but he responds to the bird watching comment he said if you wear the right moans even birds are drawn to you <laughs> <laughs> that's gotten weird now that's a cause for concern some birders even have a pheromone emitter mounted on their telly <laughs> <laughs> what if you started wearing Weird animal pheromones. Also, I was thinking. So, uh, apparently, it's supposed to work in members of the same species, but yeah. you could probably procure some yeah. mating hen it. species and go go get attacked by cockerels or something. Yeah, because you know, taurine is this chemical that kind of increases your energy, mm-hmm. and it's they put it in Red Bull, but the oh, chemi- yeah. the chemical itself is found in. That's probably where it gets its name. Yeah, the chemical itself is is found in bull sperm. That's what they say. That's what they say. BPM, bull. It doesn't actually. I mean, no, it's not actual. Yeah, bull cum in these drinks. Bull pump muck. Yeah, it's just no. It's just a synthetic. uh, Oh, penis muck makes more sense. Bull penis milk. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That's what it stands for. It's like my friend told me KFC stood for Kentucky Fried Corpses once, and he showed me a picture. It was like a clearly photoshopped picture of a guy and a zombie outside of a KFC. It's like, yeah, man, it's corpses. You probably believe it. Wait, they're technically correct. Yeah, chicken, chicken corpses. corpses. 
You'd never call them that. We all know we're second, second-hand citizens. Yeah. It's fair to say that, isn't it? That chickens are an inferior race. Chickens are the... What is it? The fish... Tuna is the, the chicken of the sea. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, chickens. There's another comment from that guy with the porno pic. He's left like four paragraph long comments under his post. Okay. Um, I apply moans on my pants near the zipper area. Nice upward diffusion and proximity to her nose. Oh. Often she detects the scent and mentions how nice it smells. Tracks it to the source and pretty much puts her nose in it. All I can say is a nice place for her to be sniffing around. Nice one. Yeah. So like, did, Do you reckon that actually happened? No. Yeah. But immediately these people are undermining the reasonable enough uh, five tips for newbies. Yeah. They're going straight away to like, look, if you put this on your zipper, someone will put their nose on it. Yeah. And that's false advertising. It is. It's just, it's, it's a circle jerk, you know. Uh, I, I found another tread from that same form. Yeah. I'd like to hear about that one as well. Go on. This one's called Combo for a College Girl. So I was in the newbie section of the, of, of the pheromone fruit forms where I found that last one. Yeah. This one I found in the for men form. So these are the experienced users. So this users, is advanced the power uh, users. pheromone users. The but, pheromone. So the guy basically, so I guess what you do is when you're advanced with pheromones, you start making your combos. Yeah. So there's all these different pheromone products. Right. And there's a guy here. It's very long-winded here, but he's basically he's asking for the best combo of pheromones for attracting college girls. Yeah. You know, he's like, because I think the the idea is that as a woman is in a different age bracket, she'll like different pheromones better. Okay. You know, he's like, fucking, yeah. Problem with my bar is the bar of my college is full of girls with fake IDs, so they're almost eighteen, twenty-year-olds as uh, almost as much eighteen, twenty-year-olds as there is twenty-one plus. And, like, fucking, that's a problem for pheromone use, apparently, because it's throwing them off. Is that because only certain pheromones are, are, like, perceived by people in certain age brackets? I guess. And he's come up with a pheromone combo that works for him with college girls, right? It's ammo plus instant honey plus P83 plus instant openness. And sometimes instant shine later. Instant openness. And here's his recipe, right? He does one spray are these of each. brand Are these brand names of, like... Pheromone, I don't know. These are like pheromones you can buy online. These are right. the names of them. Instant openness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant honesty as well. And sometimes instant shine. But the socials work nicely together on the younger girls. Uh, uh, and with P83 makes younger girls super comfortable and touchy-feely. And ammo makes them horny and stirs the conversation towards sex. <laughs> the combo hits all bases. It's like, it's the perfect combo. <laughs> Imagine there's one guy who's trying all these, like, he's, he's, he's a power poster. <laughs> and he keeps being like, there's this one girl I want to get. And the, like, I'm trying all the different combinations of pheromones and that. But it turns out she just has like a blocked nose. He <laughs> 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 spent like spent thousands. thousands <laughs> Down the tread, someone's replying to a comment. The comment he's replying to is, I don't have experience with this, but do love boat and taboo. I would say CJ's combo would work well for you. And this, the, guy, the guy replies and he goes, oh, I'm 56. And I've had blatant flirting from gals as young as 16 on multiple occasions with taboo. Oh my god, that is... This that's taboo, a cause for concern. This taboo works wonders as do both separately. And then he says he's no experience with LB, but I, t- I don't think it's needed. LB? 
Probably brand. just another type of pheromone. Taboo Isn't that pheromone. disgusting, though? That is horrifying. I am 56 and taboo. It's called taboo. Like, they know who they're marketing that to. Yeah. Do you reckon... How much of it do you reckon, from the stories you just read out, yeah. is related to the pheromone, or how much is related to the fact that they think to themselves, oh, I've put on taboo... I'm gonna go talk to some sixteen-year-old girls. Now. I think it's it's like more or less all that placebo, almost like it's placebo. Like if you're looking for patterns, you'll find them. Yeah. You know, where like our brains are just wired that way. If you're thinking about something, and sometimes you're like, "Oh, what a crazy like set of coincidence! It must be magic." Mm. But really, it's just you're thinking about this one team theme exactly, and it showed up in your life since you've been thinking about it. You're like, "Oh, that's crazy!" It's like confirmation something. bias, basically. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's probably what it is. This fifty-six-year-old guy, probably buying sixteen-year-old alcohol. Yeah, he's so probably like, like a paedophile in general. Right. So he's gone like, oh, I'll put on the taboo pheromone. Maybe he like found some girls. He got into a bar with a fake ID and started buying them beer. Yeah, and they were like, nice. Soon he's buying them beer. Or something. And he's like, it was the pheromone. Yeah, bloody taboo words yeah. and wonders. But it turns out he's been wearing taboo like every night of the week. But that was just the one night where. And the sixteen-year-olds happen to be. And he's just a paedophile, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe there's something to it. Like, maybe there's ten percent. I mean, I don't think the branded effects, like instant openness, uh, are in any way, like scientific. But I'd say there's something I, to. There isn't like a bit of science behind it. No, but like, okay, I feel like they've classified that brand as instant openness. Mm-hmm. I think that's so hard to classify. How like, can it be that specific? Exactly. You know. But I think there is something to pheromones in general. Just they're trying to like obviously like the taboo brand is is clearly it's not like, meant it, to it attract. Is, we found out the exact pheromone that makes an underage girl want to fuck <laughs> exactly. a fifty six year old no, man. No, that's yeah, that's not allowed. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's yeah. Uh, who would? Who would Big pheromone. It's an ethics committee behind science, you know? Yeah. How the, that one passed the ethics committee. That research you funded there. Yeah, yeah. That one research that makes 12-year-olds horny. Hold on, what? Like, hmm, don't think we'll fund that, actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is kind of a transparent process. Bloody PC culture standing in the way of progress. <laughs> yeah. It's the kind of guys who would be like, oh, I'm not a pedophile, I'm a hebophile. Yes, yeah, yes, the classic hebophile uh, argument. Yeah. Hebophile, for people who don't know, is someone who's attracted to, what, like, post-pubescent girls? So it's like 14 to 18. Yeah. That's what they like. But they like to put themselves in a little... They like to... It's a very shaky ground to kind of try and adopt the the moral high ground, like, in that realm of just general pedophiles. Yeah. But I suppose they do think of themselves as, like, the... Oh, like closest the, to acceptable the, 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 you know the, the world's the, the, the tallest midget <laughs> exactly, exactly yeah yeah not as bad to be a, a little person is that the right one little people I guess you could I don't know um, have impaired height yeah ah, look impaired. this is a minefield yeah anyway what are you thinking oh uh, thinking pack it in Pack it in. I'm, uh, I'm uh, Pack it up, pack it in. I think we're packing Let it in. Begin. I don't even think this is a break. I think we're packing it in. We're packing it in? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, let's pack it in. Alright. Look, guys, we're not going to force out a longy when we have a shorty on our hands. Yeah, I think we uh, we talked a lot of good stuff about pheromones. Yeah, so, you know. I think we, we milked that topic as much as it could be milked. Next week, we talk about milk.